G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. G'day and welcome to today's 2020 podcast. Matt G's with you as we have a chat to Paul Coleman. But before we get underway, just a reminder that you can hear the full program of 2020 every weekday on the Vision Radio Network in the West from 8 and in the Eastern Daylight Saving States from 11 a.m. You can also check out our blog at vision.org.au where you can subscribe to this podcast feed, download other podcasts and check out what has happened on other programs and what's happening on upcoming programs. You can also do that via your mobile phone or smart device with our UCB mobile app for iPhone, iPad and Android devices. Well, Paul Coleman is a very familiar name in the Aussie Christian music scene. From humble beginnings, playing pubs and clubs in and around Melbourne, to joining with Grant Norsworthy and Phil Gordian to form the Paul Coleman Trio. Then, alongside the success of the trio, Paul struck out on his own as a solo artist, and at one stage even joined with the Newsboys as a guitarist for a few years, also doing backing vocals. Paul was back with his two old friends, Phil and Grant, touring Australia in a reunion tour as PC3 earlier this year. But after some time in the studio producing other artists and writing and recording his first solo album in seven years, Paul is heading from his base in Nashville, Tennessee, and joining up with Adam A.G. from Stella Cart and Scott Darlow to once again tour Australia. Paul joined me on the line from Nashville, and it was great to chat with Paul as he told us all about the new tour, which is called the Our Backyard Tour. So I asked him, whose backyard exactly are you going to? It was actually Scott Darlow's idea. Scott and I have been friends for a long time, and uh, he's, an, he's a guy and an artist and a person I respect very much. He's Aboriginal, but he... You know what I just did? I've lived in Nashville for 10 years, and while I was talking to you and I'm driving, I nearly went down the left-hand side of the road. It, it must be because I'm talking to you that I just suddenly went Aussie and, and nearly died. Anyway, that would have been great, wouldn't it? Record sales up. Yes, he was talking to that, that guy when he died. Okay, I'll keep going. So Scott, Scott's an Aboriginal guy, and uh, and he's he sings in a lot of schools and uh, teaches on Aboriginal studies and sings amazingly, plays the ditch. And uh, we've been talking about touring for a long time, and he's representing World Vision on the tour. I'm not. And we also have Adam Agee, who's a, a mate of mine, uh, who's a singer of um, Stella Cart, a band here in the, in the U.S., sort of a pop, punk kind of band. And uh, so it's the three of us traveling around, sharing our songs and stories, and, and that's sort of how it came about, Scott saying, we should do this. And so we thought, you know what, let's do it. So our backyard really is about, you know, it's about Australia. It's about issues that affect Australia. Are you looking forward to getting back and uh, exploring some of the home country again? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I miss Australia, and I miss Australian people, and I miss Australian culture. So the idea of traveling around doing 35 cities with Scott and with Adam is just very, very exciting to me. And I've got a bunch of new songs to sing, and I haven't, it hasn't, you know, I haven't done a, a solo record for seven years. So it's nice to have a, some new songs, and I'm really, 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 really looking forward to it. 
Well, tell us a little bit about uh, why now? Why uh, you know, take the break so close to the end of the year? You know, you're, you're going to be busy yeah. with family coming up and – you know, it's is it just because the lure of the Aussie summer is there over the US winter? <laughs> you know, actually, I think that we over all the years of touring, this is actually the very best time to tour in Australia. What, what you, you call it, autumn? Like, I'm so used to saying fall now. You have to you have to forgive me. I'm Aussie, but you have to assimilate with these words. So it's autumn, isn't it? Well, we're in spring at the moment, Paul. Spring. <laughs> I have no idea. I know the chords and I know the lyrics and I know how to get to the airport. Um, but obviously the seasons are a bit of a challenge. Yeah, so of course you just had winter. I don't know, man. I, I, it's a great time to tour Australia. Um, I just I really, in the end, I just like travelling around and sharing my story, really. I mean, I do it through music, but you know, a lot of times it's on airplanes and pubs and restaurants and, and sometimes on a tour at those times spending time with other people and everything are, are, are as valuable it's not more valuable sometimes even the time on stage so uh, there's, there's very much an emphasis on being on stage when you're a musician but you spend more time off the stage and you spend more time seeing your friends traveling around the country and running into strangers than you do actually performing your songs so it's it's not it's not just about you know touring and music it's it's kind of about um, sharing your life and sharing your relationships with people around the country as well. Now, some of the previous tours you've done, uh, definitely not as as big as this tour you've got planned. I mean, like when you're doing your solo gigs yeah. and even with the trio, you know, you guys try yeah. to do what you can. But yeah, this mm. this is a pretty grueling schedule. I, I had to laugh. Um, I was mm. at the Long Way to the Top concert recently and, and listening to Lucky Star in his seventies singing "I've Been Everywhere," and I just thought of Paul Coleman's new tour. <laughs> Well, you know, the thing about doing a band tour is that you've got production, you've got, you know, thousands of dollars of production every night, you've got lights, you've got crew, you've got all this sort of stuff. And so, you know, you've got to be very strategic about where you play. And well, when there's just three of you with acoustic guitars and you're not traveling with a PA using whatever they have, not that you haven't done your research, but it, you can be lean and mean and you can do a lot more shows. And we're doing a lot of stuff. We're, we're getting into schools and on Sundays we'll be in churches and it doesn't require a lot of production and that means that we can sort of go to a lot of different places. But honestly, Scott's really driven this tour and he just loves travelling around Australia and talking about Aboriginal issues and talking about his faith and his story and uh, he really invited us to join him and that's what made me really get really excited about it. So, yeah, it is is kind of a grueling schedule but there's three of us to share it. So... It's not just one band playing for two and a half hours a night. It's sort of all of us together. As you said there earlier, you've been working on some new stuff. Um, you've got a, a new solo album coming out, but you've also been busy uh, working behind the scenes. Uh, I guess you've sort of taken a step back from your front man solo performer type role, and, and you've been doing a bit of uh, production behind the scenes, producing other artists' albums. What's that been like for you? Well, the first time I did it, it was because I didn't have any work on. I was like, what am I going to do? And I and I found this artist that had been wanting me to work with him for a while, and after a couple of days, I thought, this is fantastic, because whether you're Chris Tomlin, whether you're U2, whether you're Rolling Stones, when you're an artist, it's all about you, and all about your self-expression, and, you know, narcissism creeps ever closer. Whereas when you're producing someone else's music, 
everything you do is about them. I found that a very healthy place for me. Like like anyone else, you know, I get caught up in my own ego and needs for validation and it's all about me and you turn up somewhere and people drive you around and they pay for your food and they put whatever you want backstage and then you stand on the stage and everyone's facing you and yeah, it's not really that healthy, actually. <laughs> and so producing for me has been wonderful because uh, I'm there to serve someone else with whatever abilities I have. So after producing for two and a half years, when I went back recently and made my own record, I, I saw a great difference in myself in the way I pro, uh, approached my own music. On this new record I'm, I've, I've made and I'm going to be releasing on this tour, 11 out of 14 songs are co-written and I produced it with another guy and every every friend that I have that, that is talented with production and writing, I, I got him into the studio and said, what do you think? What do you think of this? What do you think of that? I found I had much more distance from my own music and was much healthier in the process. So it's actually been really, really a, a, a wonderful um a wonderful discovery. Your tour that uh, you and the other two guys are going to be heading off on, you mentioned that uh, although you're not actually representing World Vision, but that's more uh, Scott yeah. and Adam's thing, why why World Vision? Well, actually, it's just Scott. Scott's got a connection with World Vision where he is involved in working and developing their Indigenous program. That's why we're surrounding him in doing that, but he's the one that's actually focusing on that side of things. Do you think it's good that you're able to, to help another artist out in that respect? You know, that they're building up their yeah. rapport with a non-profit organisation and here you oh, other yeah. two guys are and building him up? Yeah, I mean, it's the same spirit as what I was just talking about. I mean, I don't know whether it's age or maturity or so much failure that you eventually wake up, but, you know, it's very, very easy to fall in love with your own image and to forget where music comes from and why it's there why you're even here on this earth and um you know it's it's you think about it like when you're in radio you know you haven't got people surrounding you every four minutes clapping you you know you're sort of artists are not the healthiest people i mean we need a crowd every night to feel okay about ourselves there's something kind of sick about that but there's also something where you're you're compelled to express something and for me I've kind of got back to why I started writing songs in the first place, which was not for a market, not for radio, not to feed my family, not to try to make myself look good, but it was actually really wanting to express something. And when I write songs, I think about other people. Like, I think about who's going to hear this song, and this song is really going to encourage them and be something that they listen to and express something that they might not be able to express. And... For the first time in my life, I'm more excited about giving my record away to some guy on an airplane that I have a great chat with than I am about selling it at my show. I think in the same way, you know, supporting Scott with what he does, traveling around, being mates together, introducing Adam a bit more to Australians. There's much better reasons to do things than about trying to validate yourself and hear your own voice artistically. And I think they're all God reasons. I think that's what God does. He eventually starts to show you that life is about people it's, it's not about big noting yourself. It's not about... But if you get a chance to express your gift, do it. It's awesome. Fantastic. Enjoy it. Have fun. But realize that's just a small part of who you are. It's not your identity. So those things are all wrapped up in my record, um, which is called From the Saltland to the River. And it's really about the journey from self-reliance to surrender. Mm-hmm. So it's all tied up in all of this stuff, the story of, of the whole thing. You're listening to the 2020 podcast from the Vision Radio Network, and we're chatting to Paul Coleman, who's going to be back in Australia very shortly for a new national tour.
He's joining up with Adam A.G. from Stella Card and also Scott Darlow, an Australian Indigenous artist who will be promoting the work of World Vision right across the country. Well, Paul, what are we going to expect on this tour? Um, you, you said before, three guys, three acoustic guitars. Uh, is it going yeah. to be a bit of a combination? Are you each doing individual sets? How's the concert going to work? Well, Adam's going to go out first, and then Scott's going to go out and play, and then there's going to be an intermission, then I'm going to play. I have a feeling that as the tour develops, it's going to become <laughs> much more sort of joining each other and being silly. And I think, I think fun is really underrated. I think... Um, when I look at a lot of Christian musicians, they just look so earnest all the time and it's looked like they're just so serious. And I think, you know, hanging out with Jesus is serious, but it's also really fun and you don't take yourself too seriously all the time. So I think that we're going to be like that. And I think it's going to be, I think what it's end up going to be is three very different artists. But in the end, I think people are going to really enjoy that eclectic nature of the night. So that's really what it's going to be, and Scott's going to give a, a presentation um, before intermission about world, what he's doing with World Vision, and then I'm going to get up there. And I've got a song on my new record called The Best Is Yet To Come. I wrote it with Mia Fields, who's from Sydney and connected with Hillsong. She's an incredible songwriter. She lives about a mile from me in Nashville, and uh, she came and, and worked on the lyric with me. And that's a song that I'm hoping we might end the night with because it's a real song about hope and and saying, you know, it doesn't matter what's happened before, we're kissing failure goodbye, the best is yet to come, and that feeling of hope. All three of us guys are not seriously religious guys. We're all people with a faith, but none of us are very cheesy. So I imagine that um, this is going to be the kind of show that, that you can bring your friends to if you're a Christian person that thinks that following Jesus makes you a bore. I'm hoping that we'll prove that person very wrong and they'll have fun as well. But it's also for those inside the church, outside the church, all ages. You know, it's, it's meant to be something that brings everyone together. And, and um, I mean, I, that's what I think it'll be like. But I think as, as it goes along, it, it probably will become crazier and crazier. I just want to pick up on the, that comment you just made about being all ages. I mean, it's so often at these gigs, yeah. it, it's hard to take your yeah. whole family to a gig and, yeah. and be able yeah. to enjoy it and, and have the That's kids right. enjoy it as well. But you guys are obviously uh, trying very hard to, to make this a family show and you, you've even let mm. kids in for free for, for your concerts. So i, I got to mm. say, that's a really exciting thing for me as a dad to be able to introduce my two young kids to some live yeah. music. I think family is the most radical expression of humanity. I mean, it's, it's dysfunctional, it's bizarre, it's, you know, you, you've got this bunch of people together by blood sort of fighting and loving each other. And so I, I hate seeing the family split up all the time. You know, the kids go here, the parents go there, the old people go here, the kids. I'm like, you know what, we're going to bring everyone together. And I think music um, is an amazing thing in that. But also all three of us are entertainers and all three of us are storytellers and all three of us know how to um, express ourselves. And all three of us have probably made so many mistakes with what we've done after doing it for so many years that we're kind of confident almost because... We're like, well, what can go wrong that hasn't already gone wrong, as opposed to, well, we're amazing, so watch this. So I think all of us hold it pretty lightly in our hands, and I think that that's a great recipe for the family. I think for, for kids to come along with their parents and to enjoy the same event goes against this wrong idea that if you're with your parents, life sucks and it's boring. I think that's a lie, and it's certainly something I believed when I was a kid, and I wish I hadn't it. Because now I have a great time with my parents and I forget they're my parents. I just see them as my friends, um, except, you know, when I need money. But um, 
just a joke. Uh, yeah, so I, I think the, the family is a radical expression of life, and I love anything that encourages people to come as a family and go, man, that was really fun. Our kids loved it. We loved it. I think that's really cool, and I'm really happy about that, the fact that the way Scott has organized the ticketing, that it encourages that. That makes me really, really happy. Well, my four-year-old is a, a pretty hard critic. You know, she likes anything with a beat and anything too slow. She sort of switches off and looks very bored. <laughs> So, um, yeah, you've got high expectations to live up to here, Paul. Well, you know, I, I've sung in a lot of high schools. I know Scott has too, and Adam's sung to a lot of teenagers. And we, we're aware of the fact that you have about 27 seconds until you're gone. And sometimes it's a lot less. So, you know, I have two daughters, 8 and 10, and they've both been four at one stage. And I'm sort of aware of that. But I, I, think, I think that's good, man. I think for, a, you know, a, a kid like yours to come along with their dad, and feel safe and um, have a fun time and it be associated with something to do with the teachings of Jesus, to me, is a, that's a pretty good deal. All right, Paul, here's the cellmate. Uh, I don't, I'm not even going to try and list all the places that uh, you and the other two guys are going because I'm really excited <laughs> to see that you're you know, going to so many regional and rural places across Australia, yeah. and our listeners are going to be yeah. really excited about that as well. So how can yeah. they get more information? I have no idea. I thought you would know that. <laughs> This is what I can tell people. Look, one, once they get there and find the information from you, I will look after them. But you're the one that's got to tell them where to go. I can't do that. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll put a link to the uh, Our Backyard Tour Facebook page on our blog, and people can go there, there and, and find out all the information. There you go, mate. You can also like look up me on Facebook, Paul Coleman, no E. Look up Scott Darlow. Uh, on Facebook, look up Adam Ag Agee. Look up uh, Our Backyard Tour 2012. Uh, look at PaulColeman.com. You know, there's all sorts of ways you can do it. People are very uh, Google savvy these days and very Facebook and Twitter savvy. So I know they'll, I know they'll figure it out anyway. But good luck playing some stuff off my new record. It's pretty eclectic. Excellent. I didn't think of radio, but I think there's still some good songs. But if you don't play anything, I'm not going to be mad at you. Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts. Or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.